0: This is Caitlin butts and you're listening to the West Texas
1: Sweetheart podcast. It's hard to see you kind of pain but at one point in time I was the one Hey y'all, it's the West Texas Sweetheart podcast and I'm your host Kate. It's gonna be an exciting show today. Well, I'm calling Dallas Owens, and we're going to talk about his EP. Who no oh, my goodness, guys. Oh, it's amazing. Like, alone. Bob Dylan. amazing. Like, I don't throw it around much, but, yeah, Bob Dylan, great. Um, which is going to be amazing. Um, I highly rec- recommend to yeah, see, go to the donation and go his answer, album for free. you can get his music for free. That is a deal. Awesome. Anyway, this week we are going to focus on two singles. The first will be Dalton Domino's if Find Us Alone, which comes off his debut album, 1806. alone, you can check that out at your local radio station, or you can go download it off of iTunes from his debut album 1806. Well, the second single comes from Josh Ward. This is a cover of Earl Thomas Conley's Somewhere Between Right and Wrong, and debuts on the radio actually, debuted yesterday but you could probably go get it today. You probably request it today because it already debuted. So go request it at your local radio stations.
2: Well, I met her in a small town born far from home. She was having second thoughts about a man who was always gone. Said the only way to get to him was a telephone. So she held on to me while she couldn't hold. Será It's about a woman that's always gone
0: I'd make my way back home. Cause I'm sick of this weather and this damned old cold. If I could find a light for the sweat cigarette, I'd forget about the road and this place I'm
3: Well, we have Mr. Dallas Owen on the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. Hey, Dallas. Hello. So, tell me about you.
4: Oh Jesus, that's way too general. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. I, uh, I am a musician and songwriter, and that's I don't know what else to really say about me.
3: Well, where did you start out? Where are you from?
4: Okay, uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Roby, Texas, Roby and Seatwater, Actually, I lived in between the, the two of them, and I always switched schools between the two. They're about twenty miles apart or whatever. And then, then I came up to Loveland for a little while to go to school in South Plains, and then stopped going about two months in, and then moved to. Uh, and moved around a lot, and then I now I'm now I'm in Loveland.
3: So you're basically a traveler.
4: Uh, I was. I've been here for a little while now, and I'm kind of starting to settle down in my older age.
3: <laughs> in your older age, you're only like 25, right?
4: About <laughs> to be 27 in like a week.
3: Well, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. So,
4: what makes you want to play music uh, that's actually that's a good question uh, it's not really so much that I want to play music it's just that I can't not play music uh, I I don't know there's kind of, I mean, there's kind of a drive for me to do it mostly the music like to me I got into it so I could write songs I like writing I was a writer and then I wanted something that was like uh, with a lot of rules and difficulties so then then try to stretch that out and stuff so I really I'm only doing it so I can write lyrics. Uh, the music I learned so I could get by by writing lyrics and put it in context and everything. I you know I love music. I love playing music now, and I started out actually playing bass and not really guitar. But uh, it's not so much that I really have a drive to just constantly be playing music. It's just that if I if I don't play music, I feel like I'm missing a part of myself. So I that's basically my drive is just so I can feel whole. I guess as cheesy as that sounds.
3: Mm-hmm. So, how would you describe your music?
4: Uh, I try not to, really. <laughs> I've other people do We've that. we had this uh, conversation. <laughs> yeah, I try not to describe it at all. i let other people describe it, and uh, that's whatever they say is probably fine. Uh,
3: well, me and my mother were having a conversation about this, because she loves your music too, and she's downloaded your EP and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, we were thinking like a mix between Tom Van Zandt and Bob Dylan.
4: Well, that's a very flattering description. Yeah, I mean, uh, those are t- two of like two of my favorite songwriters. Are, you know, a big old group of them, but two of are at the very top. Uh, Bob Dylan, actually. I mean, like most people doing like kind of folky stuff is one of the reasons I started doing the writing lyrics in the first place. Is because uh, he did it, and I, like I said, I played bass first. Then I started getting really into Bob Dylan. I was like I could probably play those chords. And then started playing guitar basically because of him. Uh, and Townsend Van is just uh, a god to me. He's, uh, his lyrics are just amazing. Uh, but yeah, thank you, I guess. Also, yeah, that's probably okay for me to be <laughs> described that way.
3: Probably. <laughs> so what do you do when you're not playing music?
4: i mm, I'm still at the point in my career now where I'm working uh, to get by, as well as playing music, and so I do that, and then uh, I also, uh, most of the time I'm just hanging out, I, I like hanging out with my friends, I like hanging out not with my friends, uh, I do a lot of, of like, pre hermity. I do a lot of hanging out by, my, by myself in my house, uh, just watching movies and, you know, show, watching shows and movies and reading stories and stuff, I just hang out really.
3: Right. Have you ever seen the documentary Austin to Boston?
4: Austin to Boston? Yes. Uh, I heard about it. I never saw it.
3: Okay. Well, they all travel in those like, vans, like, from Austin to Boston and play, like, a whole bunch of random shows on the way there. Mm. I can see you doing something like that, just, like, going on the road and playing wherever you could get a gig, you know?
4: Yeah, I, I could probably see you doing it, too, uh when i was younger i could definitely see that a lot more uh and i pretend like i'm an old person now but it's uh i don't know uh now i'm like i, I can handle the road for a while but it's uh it's it's tougher and tougher the older you get the hangovers get worse and like i mean it, everything just gets harder as you get older i used to love driving like, i used to love driving everywhere and nowadays it's it's a little bit harder for me to do it i still do it you know it's part of the job but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I mean, given the opportunity, I would probably say, "Oh yes, to do something like that. But, yeah, thinking about it right now while I'm cozy in my bed is, like, uh, maybe more likely I probably don't want to do that. But, yeah, I, I definitely, I could definitely see myself doing that at some point. Nice.
3: Okay. So if you could have an ultimate song swap, like, with anybody you wanted, who would you want to be in that song swap with you? Oh,
4: Jesus. Uh, Alive or Dead. Both. Or both. Both? Okay, let's see here. Randy Newman, for sure. Cam uh, um, Van Zandt, if he was alive, I would definitely love to do that. Uh, probably want to do something with Neil Young and Leonard Cohen, more than likely. Yeah, those would be my dudes. Bob well, Dylan, I wouldn't want to have up stuff with, because I just don't even want to put myself that close to him. He's, <laughs> he's, he's just a whole different kind of level for me. But, I, yeah, I think that'd be the, the ultimate song So There's probably, like, a thousand more I could think of, given the time. But on the spot, yeah, those are my knee-jerk song swap ideal people.
3: Right. So is there anybody you're listening to right now that people might have not have heard of that they need to be listening to right now?
4: Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I saw a blue light the other day that was this band. Let me, I, luckily I can look it up what they were called. I think it's called, uh, oh, Jesus somewhere around here I know uh, you know you think y'all would be able to remember all the bad names of people that I've seen but that's not necessarily you think a you today. drops
3: of alcohol
4: since then though I've had a lot of alcohol and other things and I'm also just have a really bad memory on my own uh, okay here we go boom uh, they are called oh yeah the Americans uh,
3: oh yeah I've
4: know. heard about that. yeah did you uh, yeah that was that was one of the coolest shows I've seen in a very long time. I have to realize I've a CD in my, uh, in my computer since, pretty much since I got it from them. And I never buy CDs, and I totally bought their CD. Right. Uh, but, I mean, if you, like, the Americans, those are people, who, you know, from not around here, people, like, from around here. There's this, uh, let's see here, I mean, probably on Calvary, but I think most people already listen to them. Uh, and... <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of, there's way too many really to mention. Right now, I'm, like, right now I'm not really in the search and kind of mode. I'm kind of in the just listening to the things that I'm familiar with right now. I kind of do, like, six months on, six months off of just hardcore searching for new things to listen to and then just enjoying those things. Because, I mean, if you're constantly looking, it's hard for me to uh, absorb everything. I would like to okay. be able to have some time to absorb what I have, you know.
3: Right? Are there any, like, old records that you, like, uh, like, love? Like, if anybody took those away from you, you'd, like, hate them for the rest of your life.
4: Um, Hoyt Axton, My Drifting is Gone, is probably one of the best records I've ever heard in my entire life. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, like, I've got a big old pile right here. My, actually, my record collection actually isn't very good. I have kind of acquired them from, in bulk, from garage sales. Actually, other people have acquired them in bulk, from garage sales, and give them to me like I want them. <laughs> right now I'm, I'm just sitting on a big stack of like The Carpenters and uh, like I, there's a lot of comedy to in here. I don't know what's going on with all of it, but uh, yeah, I mean what my Griffin has gone is one of my all-time favorite records. But who who's next is fantastic. Neil Diamond after the Gold Rush or not Neil Diamond <laughs> Neil Young after the Gold Rush. Uh, oh, like
3: that's not Neil Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the Neil
4: Diamond version of Actually Gold Rush. He did a version of it, I think, right?
3: Well, I guess I've never heard that one.
4: Hmm. <laughs> no, he never did that. Unless he did, and that would be cool, too. <laughs> so,
3: um, where can people get your music?
4: Mm, well, mostly right now, the only things that I have that is uh, tangible that you can actually have is uh, on my Reverb Nation page, com r e v e r b a t i o n dot com forward slash Dallas Owens. And, uh... Yeah, you can get all that stuff for free. It's all... It's basically just a single-locked I'm sure you're aware of it, the listeners or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's all for free right now. I'm supposed to... I'm doing a lot more recording this year. I'm supposed to come out with three... three-part, uh... concept EP's, or, like, full-confer kind of things. with there's three different stories and three songs, uh... through three EP's. And then I'm also... Planning on doing some work with uh, Brandon Adams and getting a EP done.
3: Probably that would be around. amazing. You're going to work with
4: Brandon Adams. I'm sorry, but I love his latest album. Oh my! Yeah, goodness. I know it. uh, it's it's awesome. It's amazing. I it guess sounds really good. And I'm going to be working. I'm supposedly working in the same studio and everything with the same people. And so you're going to be, be
3: working with,
4: with Dr. Colorado and uh, Ben seen them. Uh, yeah, I don't know them that well. I know, all I know really is Brandon Adams well, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. so we're we're, we're we're all in the talking phase of it right now. I just saw him like last week. We talked about it some more, but yeah, I mean that's the plan is to get a uh, six song or five or six song EP done with them. It's not going to be you know a story. It's going to be just songs that I've been writing over the few, over the last like year or so, you know.
3: Right.
4: Uh, and so, I'm mean, um, I'm pretty excited about it.
3: Oh, I'm super excited. I, I mean, Brandon Adams' last album was amazing. Like it was, I made a list of all the albums that came out this last year, or that mm-hmm. I found out about last year. And Brandon Adams was number one because, I mean, I, I can't explain yep. the way he made me feel on that album. You
4: know. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's amazing. What well, he it was called, like On Through the Night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, he's amazing. Uh, I've, I've been aware of him for a long time. He's been on in Lubbock for a while, and uh, I mean, from the first time I was living here, I've heard about him. And uh, Daniel Michael was still around and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of my favorites, and I. You know, he moved off, and I know a bunch of people that knew him, like uh, like his drummer and everything. I'm pretty good friends with him, but uh, I never actually met him. We did a song swap at one point on like West Texas Live on uh, the Red Rebel or whatever, and we got to know each other pretty well that day. And uh, he, even like on the air that day, he was like, "Hey, we need to do we need to do an album together," and I was like, "Uh, yeah." Like let's do it.
3: Like let's write this it's, down. Let's plan this. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, I'd definitely do that. So we've been just kind of on and off, like kind of half-assedly talking about it right now. But well, I mean, basically, it's all gonna—it's all depends on when I can get my stuff together to do it.
3: Well, now that this is being recorded, I am gonna be like, Brandon, when is when is this happening? Because this needs to happen, like now. Get on it! Come <laughs> on, make him. Yeah,
4: on. well, it's not really on him uh, as much as it is on me. It's kind of a, it's a, a bit of a financial situation more than anything to Let's do a
3: GoFundMe page for Dallas because I want this album
4: I want this <laughs> <laughs> If you want to do it and run it up, you're fine I don't, I don't really want to do something like that I think uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing GoFundMe or anything like that it's just not really in my uh, it's not something that I want to see myself doing I feel like uh, I have a really I've got a pride issue kind of thing it's not that it's it, is not prideful to do that, because a lot of people are getting bad doing that, which is it's an awesome thing, a great tool to use, and if you talk to me in a week, I might feel differently about it, but what right now, a I'm... trip
3: to Austin and, like, go play Street Corners, how about that,
4: we'll
3: start uh, out, we'll
4: play, let's do that. We, I mean, I'm do. down to do that, <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd be surprised how much money you make playing the Street Corners, uh, I'm gonna. I asked a lot of people this, and I'm one of the people that I know that have ever actually done it for a period of time. And I didn't say a lot of women San Angelo and you man, would make surprising amounts of money doing that. Right now, like, my shows are paying more, but just barely, really, uh, mm-hmm. I like, would make, and it was a lot more fun back then, there was no pressure. You could play the same song for an hour and people are just walking by and not really paying that much attention to you, I nobody notices. It's pretty cool. Like, I, you had a lot of fun doing that.
3: Okay. So, um, I'm going to say some of the, your, um, we're going to talk about some of your songs that I've enjoyed listening to. And I want you to yeah. kind of describe what was going on in your head while you were writing them. Or writing the music, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Okay, Skinwalker. Well, Skinwalker. What was that about?
4: That one, um, that one's actually, that one's a really personal song for me. It was, it was more the one of the ones. do you have ones that, last, that take a long time to write, ones that don't take very long? That one was something that I've been trying to articulate and couldn't, so and when it came, it came pretty quickly, I would have written that song in probably like 30 minutes or so. Uh, it's a, what it's about is kind of, uh, because like the Mad have this uh, kind of mythical creature called the Skinwalker, which is uh, basically a like a bad like voodoo, like not really voodoo, but like a, a bad kind of witch doctor that can, you, if you put on the, uh, the, the fur of an animal, you can become that animal and live as an animal kind of thing. And to me, I used to have a, and still kind of in some capacity, you have this major fear of a, like a major state threat. I It's just the stuff I mean, especially playing acoustic and singing songs that you write, it's a really personal thing, and all those things are really personal to me. And kind of just opening yourself up to the crowd was a really hard thing for me to do. So instead of letting myself be the one that is opening up to the crowd, it's this other guy. And I put on the skin of, a, of an artist and pretend to be, basically, just pretend to be a songwriter while I was playing, so that I could get myself through it. Like I couldn't, I, there was no way I could do it and, and realize that it was me actually doing it. So that, the song was really about me putting up, like, putting on this facade of somebody who's comfortable in front of a crowd to be comfortable in front of the crowd, kind of thing.
3: Right. Like, that totally surprises me about you, because, like, I've watched you, like, play on the patio and things like that with the blue light. And you just, Mm -hmm. you become, like, you become a different person. Like, different than what you are, like, just standing and talking to somebody, you know? Now you makes more sense to me. Uh,
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how I I did it. I mean, and right now I feel like it's more me on there than it used to be. But honestly, I think I've just gotten, it's just easier for me now to go into that mode kind of thing. It's a, I mean, it's just like, it's such a frightening experience, you know, uh, especially mm-hmm. first off. I've been doing it for like seven or eight years now, so it, uh, there's not a lot of nervousness, really. I don't feel nervous before I do anything anymore, uh, unless it's something big, which it does happen occasionally. Or if I've noticed that people are actually listening, I get a little bit more nervous than usual. But, yeah, I mean, it's something that, you, I, mean, it's something that I have to do, and it's, it's helped me out tremendously. And I think that I've it's almost a seamless transition now uh, it used to be you know, a much darker difference I do I would barely be able to talk to people but now I'm better at you know, socializing and all that stuff so all around I've become more uh, able to be in front of people kind of thing right. but I definitely I still use that use that facade kind of thing well I feel
3: like it is you you know but it's like a different side of you
4: you know right right, right, right. it's part of the dichotomy of Dallas or whatever I yeah. guess I don't know
3: well, it, then you get people like me that are like, oh my goodness, like when I first met you, I was like, you're Dallas Owens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I old hard, and I'm sorry I did that, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: that, that happened, it's happening more and more, uh, and it's, that's something that's really hard for me to deal with. I don't know how to I don't know how to handle it. I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, it's not something that I was ever expecting in life, or and it's, uh, it's I'm still surprised if anybody knows who I am. I don't know, personally, I'm like, where, how, like, what, I'm like, under what circumstance did you know about me before I knew you, kind of thing, uh, but I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm still not getting used to it, but I'm trying to get used to it, and be, saying uh, say thank you a lot more rather than, uh, no, stop, like, stop talking to me, I don't know.
3: Well, the first time I heard you play, we were at, I was at, okay, let me try to explain this right, um, okay. it was, you know where, um, Giorgio's Pizza is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all were, there was the the little, um, stage thing in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah,
4: they were trying to, yeah, Avenue J, uh, it was like a, yeah, I know what you're talking about, it was like, Uh, re downtown. Uh, mm Mm-hmm.
3: And then Austin McManus, you, and then somebody else was there.
4: Um... Let's see, on I mean, that stage, I think it was just me and McManus, and then okay. I know Dalton. Dalton played later that night, Randall played later that night, uh, I think Randall played later that night, but yeah, Ben was there, there was a bunch of people there, there was like a few different stages that we were all on, you know?
3: Right. But I thought, you know, I was like, dude, this this guy can play, like, why haven't I heard about him before? Like, it frustrated me, because I didn't know how to, like, you know, listen to your music, and I wanted, as soon as I found it, I couldn't, I wanted more, you know? Yeah, yeah I said sort of I want
4: more. <laughs> and I don't blame you, and I would like to. I wish I had more to let people listen to right now. I'm kind of moved. of that love kept secret things for a while and just never did anything to let people listen to me. Uh, but, now, I mean, now, that was while I was really crafting what I'm doing, and I'm a little more aware of what I'm doing now. So I think if the recording is going to start coming a lot more often, and I'm going to start letting people going to be easier ways for people to listen to me, or at least there would be more kind of—I don't know—for uh, like a better term, like PR towards it, so right. people couldn't get a hold of me easier. But yeah, I mean, for a couple—I mean, for a few years, uh, whether I be here San Angelo or uh, elsewhere, you know, I just—I kind of just pop up every now and again, do like an open mic thing, and then just bounce out. And I mean, if somebody asks you to play, I'll do it. But I never looked for shows, I never looked for anybody to come to the shows or anything. Now I'm getting more into that. And I was, uh, so, I wish I had more to give you now, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not the way the cookie crumbled, I guess, but I appreciate the kind of,
3: okay, we will fly, tell me about that, uh,
4: that was, let's see here, hold on, I gotta think about how that came into fruition, I wrote that song years ago, actually, the lyrics to that song with a whole different chord progression, a whole different feel, everything about it, it's, well, I was doing a lot of stories back then, uh, and that was just one of the stories. Uh, a guy picks up a, a young lady. They're, they have two different reasons for running away from whatever they're running away from. And then, you know, the end is the end. I'll both people listen to the song and figure out how it ends or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just that was basically just a story on itself. And I forgot about it for a really long time. And cause I just didn't think the song was a And then... At one point, I was messing with this chord progression for a long, for another couple of months, and I couldn't figure out any sort of words to put together to it. And I was just like, "Man, I really like this. I wish I had words to go with it. I can't think of anything. Nothing's coming to mind." And then I did the classic uh, songwriter thing, just to go look through a bunch of old notebooks and see if uh, I could work with any of the lines. And I was just reading that, trying to figure out like a line or two that I could steal and turn it into a different song. And it turned out that all the lyrics, like all the ones that were already there flowed perfectly with the new chord progression so it kind of became that, so that I mean, that, that song as it is didn't come out until like a month before I recorded the EP but I, that song has been in the works for like four years, you know
3: So oh, wow So, um you were talking about the Lubbock scene and how um, different people you played with um, has it influenced your writing?
4: No I, re- I, I don't think so uh, it's so I just I write where I write from and I don't think I don't think a lot of. I mean, I'm. I'm. This kind of sounds like you like trying to toot my own horn or something. I probably. I'm sure it's not. I don't think I write from the same place as a lot of people do. And uh, not, mostly the people that I hang out with, or even I with, you know, I don't think any of that affects the way that I write. It does affect the way that I, you know, I've been doing my like I've been working on my career and everything. There's a lot of inspiration to be coming from that and the way people are, uh, as far as helping other people out and all that stuff in this scene. I've become a lot more charitable myself because of the ways the people have been treating me here. But I mean, it's, I mean, I'm sure, like I'm saying that, but I'm sure in some some, some sort of subconscious way, uh, it's gotten in there and it's kind of affecting me. But I mean, the of the people here in Lubbock, like the other songwriters, I don't think are affecting the way that I write songs. Uh, the the Lubbock itself probably affects the way that I write songs more than the people here do. You know? Right. So, um,
3: have you watched? Watch the TV shows
4: that you've enjoyed lately, or reading a books that you've really enjoyed. Uh, I read a lot of Sherlock Holmes, and so I just I got, I recently just got a new Sherlock Holmes, so I've been uh, kind of going through that slowly, very slowly. I don't ha- I don't have enough time to read as, as I like, but uh, I mean I watch I watch some weird shows. I watch a lot of Kitchen Nightmares, uh, lots of oh, Jeopardy, lots of wheels of uh, Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Fortune, just Wheel of Fortune, and uh, like Arrow. I and old band. Yeah, pretty much. Plus, anything that has anything to do with a superhero, I'm pretty much watching. Uh, so, all the cartoons, all the, like, the, yeah, all these new CW stuff that's coming out. I love superhero stuff, and I like, I mean, I like old people stuff. Oh, lots of HGTV, like Lover Enlisted, uh, Fixer Upper, things of that nature.
3: I feel like you and my grandparents would get along pretty well.
4: I get along with a lot of people's grandparents really well. Uh, I'll bitch about, you know, arthritis and, uh, how kids today are so rude to say like well me and people get along really, really well. So, um, are you on social media? Like what social media
3: platforms are you on so people can figure out how to make contact with you,
4: they want to listen to your music and stuff like that. Oh, uh, all the normal avenues I suppose, I got the Facebook uh, band page, which is just Dallas uh, I think probably music afterwards, uh, so or my personal page, no you know, way. I'm not Why really too worried there? about it, you can add me on that if you want to. Uh, I'll do Twitter, at at, at Dallas the person. So when I say I do Twitter, I mean I have a Twitter and I look at it occasionally, I don't do a lot of stuff on it anymore. Uh, so, Dallas would,
0: as in the uh, person,
4: we not will the city? Ride. Yeah, Dallas the person, not Dallas the city, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I don't really mess it up too much we anymore. We uh, true, Instagram, true. I'm on Instagram. I don't even know don't my don't thing on that. Dallas, oh, zero, zero, I think. Like lately, when I'm there, I and, what, what else and is I there? I don't know. One I can uh, Snapchat. Carry uh, but carry I would prefer to watch strangers, not Snapchat. I mean, weird uh, stuff uh, all the time, so I'm gonna leave my username out for that. And then Revive Nation, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> Revive Nation. And even SoundCloud. I think there's some stuff on SoundCloud, too. But on any of those, you can just pretty much look up Dallas Owens and you'll you know, you find it. me. So and the
3: music's free. She was just
4: uh, what now? She the
3: music's free, isn't it? You can lose yeah, it Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah.
4: Like yeah I'm, I'm giving it away because uh, I'm a can't communist. Not really. I'm not real, really a communist. I uh, I no, I just I was, I had a lot of friends tell me that I recorded for free. And. After a little while, I decided it was I people were not enough to let me do it for free. I be uh, not enough it for free, kind of thing. He said so, no go get music and go request it. it, right right? it. Yeah, well, we we the uh, 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 I know
3: the Reddirt Yeah, are gonna it. there's,
4: there's another station that has it on there, too. Actually, yeah, K-triple-L has even fly on it, but they, on the, I don't think they've even put it on the air in, like, two years, uh, so, I mean, you can call them any requests. I doubt they'll play it, but you can try, and then, do know, I know, I know for sure
3: the Red Dead Rebel will, because they, they play your
4: stuff, i make sure that they do. Oh, yeah, no, Red Dead Rebel, definitely, they do a good job, and I, I'm surprised they're still playing the song honestly, but, yeah, they're, they're doing a great job, people are so it uh, Like you probably. And uh, a couple of viewers. I mean, yeah, request on there, we'll give them a listen, get back, back on the top five at five or whatever. I'll do just telling you about it. But, uh, I mean, if you're you in Glasgow, Scotland, I don't remember what station it is, but there's some station in Glasgow, Scotland that's playing, uh, what it was, Tom and I think it's a farmer's son, they're playing that
0: song. They're
4: playing in Indonesia too, really. It's kind of weird. Weird international, like, I mean, I don't even know where these stations are or how they're getting involved in any of this music, but somehow there's a couple of different countries. <laughs>
0: Some places cool. like, Yeah, I
4: think more Go there and play for them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. So I just want to thank you, Dallas,
1: for your time
4: and um, let me give you a little
3: bit of a hard time. And I mm. appreciate the music you make. I really do. I'm, I want more of it. I tell you this, like, every time I see you.
4: I want more. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it for you specifically. No, I'm... I'm
3: I bet we'll get you're going you on your
1: album Like, albums, like this is okay. <laughs> oh, I see, I see what's going
4: on I'm trying to get some, to get some free advertisement here I see how you're doing to
0: me to me. Me. No, 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 yeah. no, no No, yeah. <laughs>
4: sure no I'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know when any of, of this stuff's going to go down But as soon as I know, I'll let you know And you can let people know or not And just keep it for yourself, that's fine And I apologize for my phone voice I mumble a lot and I'm very nasally So I you can understand most of what I'm saying anyway
3: Oh, I can understand everything. I feel like I mumble a lot, too, so it's okay. Okay. I feel
4: like I'm going are the same page.
3: Yes. Okay. So, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Make him make a new album, because if he doesn't, I will cry. And you don't want Kate to cry. You so, don't want like to cry? No. Kate doesn't like to cry. Like, Kate's about to cry right now, because Katie wants more music. Kate wants more music. <laughs> I'm addicted to you. I tell you, like if I don't have music playing 24 seven, I feel like empty and like almost naked.
0: It's weird. that's not but a
4: bad music, way to be, I suppose.
3: Like 24 seven, even when I sleep, I have music going on. Like it's it's, it's weird. I think that's yeah, why I get along with people at the blue light so much because. You know, uh, yeah, I think
4: everybody there has the same problem. Uh, I think we all have the same problem, really. I mean, I, I, I'm i the same way. I can't I, If I'm walking to an entry room, I'm, I get pretty upset. So uh, I always have something playing in some form or fashion in one room or another. If I feel like I'm going to go to the room later, I'll turn the radio on, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
3: Well, thank you so much, Dallas. I know you're a busy man, got things to do, so I will let you go. <laughs> Alrighty,
4: have a good one.
3: All right. You too. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast with iTunes or SoundCloud. Thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful day.